Hey, welcome. Man. <laughs> hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Uh, my name's Grayson. My name's Elijah. And we're Unreal. But you, know, on that, you know that by you now. Know that. I mean, come on. I would hope so. I should hope so. We're 18 episodes deep. Whew. 18's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah. illegal. Our podcast is legal. Our podcast is legal. Interesting. Episode. Uh, yeah, episode you can f- fuck our podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we got a we got some we actually have a fun time today. That's actually yeah. a very fun episode. Yeah. We I talked about fun. some stuff. <laughs> Movies mostly. Uh, we, a little bit of book discourse. Oh, yeah. And Grayson is slowly yeah. trying to convince me to be a book podcast. We also talked about mental health. Yeah. awareness yeah um so if, if you're triggered by talks about depression or um yeah, pretty much just depression just depression yeah then you know take same a, brother take, take, <laughs> take an ambient i don't know zoloft i'm not prescribed anything this is my friends yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, um, a lot of japanese talk Japan, <laughs> a lot of Japan talk. <laughs> a lot of Japanese talk. <laughs> um, we talk about Godzilla minus one. We do. We talk about the boy and the heron. Yeah, we do. We talk about witchcraft. Yep. We talk about stand-up comedies. Yeah, we do. We talk about slashers and feminism. Yeah. We also talk about lesbians. Yeah, we do. And we also talk about sad people in the sixties. Do you think there's ever going to be a podcast about podcasts? You know what? Actually, maybe. Yeah. I think so. Like, oh, and this was the greatest hit from, you know, Come Town with Nick Miller. Or this will be, or Nick Mullen, I mean. Or this will be, you know, uh, this this was back whenever Fear and Podcast did this or mm-hmm. whatever. And it's mm-hmm. like. I'm sure. I'm sure one day. It's an Ouroboros. A self-suck yeah, Ouroboros. Yeah. You know? <laughs> you know? Actually, I'm going to get that tattooed. An Ouroboros with Sisyphus inside pushing a boulder. Pretty cool. I That's saw that on Twitter cool. and I said, I need that. That actually checks out. I yeah. do believe that. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, enough philosophy talk. Yeah, we'll Enjoy probably cut the most of this. <laughs> Bye, gang. Fuck, cut that too. Yeah. Bye, y'all. Have a nice night. <laughs> Bye, gang. <laughs> if you're listening to this while you're driving, look out. Look out. Oh, my God. Look out. Keep your eyes on the road. You know who you are. Yeah, you know. I know who texts. I know who texts and drive. <laughs> Podcast and drives. We're back with episode eighteen, almost episode twenty. Can you believe that we've done this for twenty weeks, not consecutively because we took yeah. a lot of breaks. <laughs> twenty episodes. That's twenty crazy. episodes. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's a big. Do you think? Do you think we get this far? No, I thought <laughs> I'd be dead probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we got to talk about Godzilla, Godzilla the Boy and the Heron. I watched a comedy special. I don't know I if saw I that. mentioned you that. You saw Eileen. Eileen. I forgot about that. Skank Whore. Inside Lewin Davis. Inside Lewin Davis. Okay. I watched some Christmas movies. I watched a good, I, I, I saw one I think Katie might like. Maybe. Maybe. I'll let you know what it's about. Okay. <laughs> All right. So how do we want to start? Hmm. How are, you, how are you, Grayson? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. It's almost Christmas. It is almost and Christmas. Stress is in the air. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is very as stressful. As well as magic. You yeah. know, stressful magic. magic. Well. Yeah. It's the kind of magic that keeps you up at night and the kind of magic that Santa. Uh, makes you wake up and like you feel like you didn't go to sleep. Jack you know? Frost. Yeah. Um, to quote Lewin Davis, I'm so tired. I'm so fucking tired. I thought I just needed a night's sleep, but it's more than that. You got that actually pretty good. That's pretty. That's pretty spot on. 
Yeah, I've seen that movie a hundred. You times. have seen that's the most relatable line. Dude. I've only seen it once. It's like today, oh, which we'll dude, get to. That was that was me realizing, oh shit, I have depression. You know. Yeah. 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 We you all know. got the Il- the Lewin Davis. The ick. The Elwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got the ick. That's what I call <laughs> depression now. The ick. That's what the youths. The youths. That's what the youths call the it. Youths. The youths call it fucking the ick. They get the fucking ick. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Uh, yeah, they call it that. that. I heard them old. say that. We're too old, dude. I, I, do, I'm starting to feel old. Yeah, how do you think I feel? There's, there's like a song now. Uh, huh? What is it? Song? I'm, I'm rizzling in Ohio. That can't something. be real. I, I swear to God. And they talk about skibbity or something. What's that? And it, yeah, I swear to God, it's like um, skibbity toilet rizzing. What's the song called? Ah, fuck if I know, dude. Rizzing in Ohio. My friend was telling me about this. He said it's yeah, rizzing, rizzling, rizzling. Okay, yeah. Yeah, Wait. it pulled up. That's crazy. Wait, no, I lied. Rizzing up Ohio. Rizzing up Ohio. It's a TikTok thing. Oh God, the time is interesting. Sometimes it's like, oh, Agnes Varda. The world is moving around you. You know what I mean? And you're just stuck in the same place. Like, like I'll be walking on a sidewalk, and it's it's almost like a, it's a treadmill. You know what I mean? I don't feel like I'm moving. I feel like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. I get that. I really do. Yeah. I'm because I'm like. I'm gonna be 30, not mm-hmm. this year or next year, the year after. Right. Actually, yeah, the year after. Yeah, but I got some time. But I'm like, yeah. Once I hit 30, I feel like it's gonna be the start of my life. You know, I feel like I feel like 20s are kind of they're fun. I loved yeah. my 20s. Also hated my yeah. 20s. Yeah. And I also still don't know myself in my 20s. Well, well, Beyonce says that the 40s are the best time of her life. She said she thought it was the 30s. It's not. Well, you know, you know. So I'm not a millionaire like Beyonce. So maybe the 30s will have to do. Yeah, but I mean. You don't have to be a millionaire. I, I hear from everybody who's like, oh, the 30s are the best. The she 40s are the best. Just Dean. I think everything before you hit midlife. And then think I think... Changes, you know, if you have kids or stuff. My midlife crisis began early. I think, you know, I'm allowed to just like... It's a quarter-life crisis. Yeah, but it's my midlife crisis. You know, Sun Kill Moon, the band, mm-hmm. the artist. Mm-hmm. Um, in that one song, he says, uh, uh, you know, she asked me what's wrong and... I tell her it's a middle-aged thing. Like, she wouldn't understand, yeah. you know. I feel that. And I'm not even middle-aged. But I feel middle-aged. I, sometimes, I sometimes, like sometimes, sometimes I do. Sometimes I do Sometimes I do Rizzle Hio. Skibbity and Rizzle Hio. I can't. Every I time can't I open know. TikTok, it's a new it's a new plane of torment for me. <laughs> <laughs> for, for context, I'm 22. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. The older yeah. you get... And for context, guys, I'm I'm 27. <coughs> Wait, yes. Yeah, you're 27 Am until I? April. Then you hit 28. Shut the fuck up. What? 20 is the my, literally my favorite number. I can't wait to be 28. Okay, well you have seven years after me. We will be 23 in April. Yeah. 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 23. What, That's a, crazy. what an age to be. What a crazy beat. 23 is like nothing. Yeah. 23, 24 kind of suck because you're just like turning older. You're not like 25 is kind of fun. Yeah. But like. 24 boring i'm just thankful for every moment you know as you should as you should i'm also constantly in anguish <laughs> existentially this speaking. is also true yeah i contain multitudes did you know today was agnes farda's birthday because google doodles did it oh happy birthday agnes farda. she's dead but we love her happy belated birthday agnes farda no she's well it's her birthday today. She's well dead. it's the day of but it's belated because i didn't yeah. get a chance yeah, to yeah, tell yeah. her wait this is not true her birthday is in may what day is it in december Today's doodle the river is fuck. Is it her death day then? Is that what's going on? No, she died in March. 
It's just her day. It's just it's just a day of celebrating Agnes Varda, who created cool. French New Wave. Yeah. Okay. 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 Have I you seen any Agnes Varda films? No, I I've wanted to see. I want to see Vagabond. Vagabond. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We should watch that. In January, a woman wakes up in, in a ditch. January, don't worry, There's we got no some memory or whatever. Yeah. Sounds like me in the morning after drinking. Yeah, it does. Baracho. Um, um. Okay, should we jump into movies? This is not. This is not a feel. A, uh, this is not a pity party podcast. That's a tongue twister for you. Pity party podcast. I can't do it. <laughs> pity, you can't do it. Pity party. Po- pity bitty bum bum. <laughs> pity bitty bum bum. <laughs> pity That's party great. podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, this is a film lovers podcast. Uh, I've been slowly yeah. letting it out that I have a film podcast at work. Oh no! And when I say slowly, I mean I've yeah. told like two people because yeah. well, I'm now like, everybody knows because they're like, "What? Well, what? You, can you work Wednesday?" I'm like, "No." Or like, "Oh, we have plans yeah. Wednesday." I'm like, "I can't. I'm busy. I have work yeah. on Wednesdays." It's food like, service now. Like, what everybody do you do? knows. You told one person. Everybody knows. Especially because it's a bunch of Mexicans. They told everybody everything. Wow. And so they're like, "What is it?" I'm like, "Oh, it's a film podcast." And they're yeah. like. Oh yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> they're like, oh, you like, you're like one of those guys. You well, like because, because well, a lot of people don't speak a lot of English, yeah. so I'm, they're kind of like, mm, interesting. And yeah. then the guys, people who do speak English, they're kind of like not into film. Yeah, because like one time, my first day, this guy was talking about, oh, did you watch this movie? And this guy's like, mm-hmm. movies, waste of time. You do something like making money, earning bread. And I was like. That's awesome. Sitting there and I was like, that's crazy. This is what I've been saying. This is why we should be a book podcast. <laughs> I just I'm so over movies. But I feel like you I feel like you would waste more time reading. No, because um when you read, right, you have to insert yourself I read into subtitles. this character. Right? So you it's it's a tool for, for teaching empathy and for understanding, sure, right? Sure, right? It changes the way you see the world around you. Yeah, Whereas movies, sure. the best movies in the world can do that, but you know. Most of them are just like fucking content, you know, to me. (laughs) So a guy like me, they're all just fucking content. That's why we should switch over to books. That's bold to say. Or or paintings. I'm getting really into uh, uh, watching paint dry. (laughs) I'm trying to sketch. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I've been sketching too. Oh my God. We we should compare sketchbooks. We should... We should we should we could have a little coffee shop yeah. sketch. Yeah. Things. Yeah. Yeah. Like you're in the winter when like no one has any responsibilities. Yeah, yeah true. Except for our jobs. I have so many responsibilities in December, you're crazy. I, I mean, mean like in January. January, yeah. New Year. Yeah. January's New Year New US. Fuck. Um I don't know why I said that. <laughs> January's not fucked. January's very normal. January is normal. Um, but it's kinda like not because it's also the start of the new year. Yeah. Which is gonna be here very soon. I mean it's just kinda I'm ready for shit to be over. I don't know about you. I'm fucking done with twenty twenty three. 2023 has been. It uh, fucking sucked. It's been like, <laughs> yeah, it's been, yeah. <laughs> but there's been a lot of good in 2023. Yeah, this podcast. Kind this of podcast. Our friendship blossomed. Yeah. Um, we watched a lot of movies. Yeah. You got a new TV. I have a lot of. You got uh, a car. Probably lifelong memories too. Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Now we're sitting and thinking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll uh we'll end up doing a retrospective soon. We we tease it every. We tease it every episode. We started like, like I started on. making my my list finally my top ten good, list. Good, good. I think it's you have to see. I, I made that like mistake last year. I didn't start early. Yeah. And now I don't have to make one and That's think. True. Oh, what the fuck! I just already have it. I feel like order. ours are gonna be very different. Yeah. I feel like ours are gonna be extremely different. Mm-hmm. But in a good, it's a, that's fine, and that's no, fine. yeah, they're gonna be super different, and mine's gonna be right, and yours is gonna be wrong. We'll see about that. We'll do a we'll do a poll. Yeah, we will. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Who's, whose list is better? Who's, who's got better taste? Well, everyone likes you more. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Should, it's we, true. should we ask the audience? You're charismatic and delightful. I'm, and problem- I'm, the, I'm, I'm problematic, the, apparently. I'm the curmudgeonly one. 
I'm the, I'm the get off my por- get off my podcast. No, we're both charismatic. Charismatic. Oh, I said that word. We're both charismatic. Cur- charismatic. We're both charismatic. We're both charismatic. Um, we have very similar takes, for the most part. I keep trying to talk about movies. And you okay, keep, you're right. You keep you're talking right. about like books or something. Um, what the hell? You're right. All right. So we watched we watched Godzilla, Godzilla minus one, <laughs> minus one, more like plus one hundred points yeah. to more Japan. Like, that was insane. Yeah, what a film. What, okay, let's talk about what it. I can say about Japan. About Japan is you know they have some bold and innovative filmmaking. They over do. There. Uh, Fifty million dollar budget. Scratch that. Closer to the thirteen. He says, "I wish it was 15 Says director. Taka- uh, 13? Takashi something. Takashi Am I wrong? Yamazaki. Love him. Uh, no, that yeah. movie was... First of all, I I, I do like how it took place basically mm-hmm. after the first one. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like one of the, you know, a requel or whatever where it's like yeah. it takes place right after the first one-ish because... Well, the first one that took place around that time, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like right after World War II. We literally just watched it, kind of. Yeah. And then, but it's it's a it's more like a retelling of the first movie in a way. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't necessarily call it a sequel. Interesting, because okay. Godzilla is new to them. It's like you're it's right, kind of you're like right. Them. Yeah, They're like yeah, oh, yeah, the yeah. island inhabitants. It is, and there's some weird. similarities like in terms of the story itself. Yeah, and the scientists, but it's do- yeah, but it's done differently. It's not like yeah. instead of an oxygen uh, destruction device, they have like uh, the pressure. Like, what if you put Freon? To, you know, yeah. Which is a very interesting <laughs> when Godzilla ex- like, yeah. I was like, what? It was awesome. The whole third act is amazing. It's also just Star Wars. Someone pointed out it's just Star Wars. Yeah, you know? I and he would love too. to direct a Star Wars. He said he should. I um, mean, he, he should. He'd do a great job. But what was first, Godzilla or Star Wars? Godzilla, fifty-four. Oh, you mean the plotline? Just kidding. You're right. Yeah. He also this is very interesting. I was reading this too because I've been reading a lot about this. He compares his Godzilla, his take on Godzilla, mm-hmm. to the Curse Beast from Princess Mononoke. Um, have you seen that? No, I have not. I've seen but that. someone explained, and you would you would know then yeah. that the Curse Beasts are like, you know, once peaceful creatures that are cursed to yes. kind of mindlessly yes. wreak havoc. They yeah. don't necessarily want to, but they they do. They're like spirits of vengeance, you know that it's almost a punishment for them as much as anything else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Seeing Godzilla as a a radiated creature that can't help but just it's sent into a blind rage destroying everything around it it can't help it right constantly the the doctors and the scientists they're trying to pathologize the way it thinks they're mm-hmm. saying oh you know it, it's claimed its territory here so it'll be back in this time and oh it'll this and that and they're wrong they're always wrong because it's not moving biologically it's not thinking biologically it's it's antithetical to life itself because its own life has been it's very interesting stuff and, you know, honing in on the personal element so much yeah. was such a smart decision yeah. because you really care for these characters. It's a very human movie. It's touching. It's, it's quotable. And, you know, that's not the end-all be-all. But, like, to say, you know, everyone, everyone at work, everyone I know is, who's seen it is walking around saying, my war isn't over yet. Or is your war finally over? You know? <laughs> it's, it's great. It's awesome. The effects are brilliant the way it's framed is great i would go as far as to say and i have not seen shin godzilla yet but i would go as far as to say that this is this is the best godzilla i've ever seen i think that's like a i think I've it's a very a good, a good i think that's a good consensus i think a lot of people yeah. have been saying that yeah it's it's crazy good 
Uh, it's I making money. It's making, which is impressive. Yeah. Which is impressive. We'll talk yeah. about that. But yeah, it's not surprising here. either because of how good it is. Well, also because Godzilla is very, got word of very famous property too. Yeah. Although my parents didn't know about this movie because I told them That's I to go crazy. see it and they're like, new Godzilla movie, what? That's crazy. They'll watch Kills of Slime movie. They don't know nothing about Godzilla. Well. But I will say like um, that one scene mm-hmm. where Godzilla comes out in the water and goes to Tokyo and you hear the Godzilla theme music. Oh, we were both, we were that. both like, oh yes. And it's, and it's not a new, it's not, they don't get an orchestra. It's the original yeah. theme. It's got the scratchy graininess. <laughs> so good. But that scene where he <laughs> destroys that city and then like blows up and kills all those people yeah. with the atomic heat yeah. ray. And he it's, pushes. It's, it's terrifying. It's, he genuinely scary stuff. And, and and Godzilla's a fucking dick in this movie. Oh yeah, just a dick, an asshole. Yeah. Um. And the regenerative. Re, sorry, let me try yes. again. Yes. The regenerative properties that yeah. he has are, are like such a an interesting thing because yeah. it's like fuck, like he you can't he you won't can't go away. Him. You can't kill him. And and that is my main critique of the film. Because the first time we saw him when it was underwater mm-hmm. and he gets his face and it grows mm-hmm. back, I was like, what? What? Yeah. The the first, the very last second of the movie, mm-hmm. I, I wish they had left out. I wish that that was an alternate ending or something. Yeah. Because, like, I know that they have to set it up for sequels. They're trying to make the, the Rewa era more, um, more connected. Yeah. And especially with all the money now, it's a it's a good bet that they did. So they'll probably do more like this, which is great. But yeah. it, it 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 takes away it minus ones, so to speak, from <laughs> the entire emotional arc of the film. Yeah, because yeah. to end on that, because we had the, the ending. There, what it should have been was at the hospital. Mm-hmm. That was a good ending. It should have just cut there. Yeah, and, and I there's think, literally like, one second, and it's like, fuck, dude. I think like I think like you don't have to tease a sequel mm-hmm. for there to be a sequel, right? Because back in the day, you didn't they didn't tease it. They right. just like made another one, right? Let's stop teasing sequels. They could have even, they could have even shown at the beginning of the next movie him kind of regenerating yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, spoilers. Like, oh, yeah, major spoilers. I think. I think Everybody who listens to this podcast knows where you just talk about it. We don't, we should probably, we should probably, we should be better at that. Yeah. Oh, well. Um, what else? The, there are critiques going around that it, it feels like what, what a lot of Japanese cinema does these days is critique the sort of remnants of the Bushido culture mm-hmm. mixed with the remnants of fascism mm-hmm. at the time. Uh, Post World War II, especially, so the time period, it feels like it should be doing that, and it feels like it is doing that at first. You're like this poor guy, like the weight of the of the feelings of kamikaze and all this stuff, the divine wind. The I did this, like right? I did like that take a lot. Yeah, I actually like that. Yeah, and I, I liked it a lot. And and someone critiqued by saying, you know, it seems like it sort of wraps around to saying that those things are good, like that 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 fascist bushido like rigid honor system is mm-hmm. is good in mm-hmm. some way it's kind of like like if uh kobayashi kobayashi what the fuck kiyoshi not kiyoshi sorry we i'm thinking of just talked about it one second yeah kobayashi i was right why did i second guess myself if masaki kobayashi was still alive he would hate hate this movie probably because mm-hmm. 
the entire body of his his film work has been about how Bushido led to fascism, how fascism led to human suffering, how, mm-hmm. you know, these codes are, you know, who would have loved this movie is Mishima. <laughs> Mishima would have had a blast with it. <laughs> he would have been like, yes, yes, do what needs to be done, you know. But I mean, it was being like historically accurate and back then that probably was like a very, right. and it was it was great. It was great. Like yeah. those elements didn't really bother me too much. Yeah, and I feel like it did a good job of both critiquing it and playing it. Like it's okay. I think sometimes it's okay to believe in honor, to believe in duty, to believe yeah. in self-sacrifice yeah. for something greater than yourself. Um, I think that these things are okay. We've spent so many decades as, as a collective society trying to deconstruct these things. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's good, but you know, there's times where it's okay, you know, if someone wants to take it upon themselves to believe in something, they, yeah. they should do that. I mean, t- to be fair, like, <clears throat> if I was to be a kamikaze pilot, like, and I wouldn't think I could do it. No. But if a fucking monster that you literally cannot kill unless you get <clears throat> me inside, because, yeah. like, this thing is literally destroying all of Tokyo. Like, you okay. know, you have loved ones, like, you're, like, supposed, like, girl you love is, like, dead. And, like, yeah there's nothing else to do but do this and like i think it'd be yeah. kind of different because the war's over and like now but now you, now you see like a fucking terrifying creature out of the water mm-hmm. that you try to kill multiple times like and you fucking can't you've seen it grow back i'm like well the fuck well there were parts that felt like an old propaganda film that was cool yeah like, I, like I the boats pulling the boats pulling the boats that was cool. i was like that's awesome that's cool everyone come together and that part where they're like before they do the mission he's like is this gonna work like should we actually do this and he's like look around you all these smiling faces, these private citizens, they've taken it upon themselves to be here. Like, they're, they're you know, they're happy to do it because here they can make a difference, unlike with the war. Mm-hmm. You know, here here they know that they have a chance to at least, like, there's at least a chance. Mm-hmm. It's like, damn. Damn. What? You think that's actually real, though? I think it's probably real. Not Godzilla, but, like, there's definitely something underneath the depths of the ocean like that. We've talked about this. Yeah, I believe in kaiju to a degree. Oh I, yeah, we I, do. I, I believe in them the way that I believe in the in the Yeti. I'm kind of like, but not the Loch Ness monster. No, it's a lake. It's whatever. Um, I I think you know. Is is there a chance? Like the most likely, like cryptid would more than Bigfoot would be like the Yeti, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Because a super camouflaged. The there's tons of caves way. and icy things that have not really well. been explored. Mm-hmm. You know all through the mountains, any yeah. mountain range really, but especially up there and there could totally be something up there. You know what I'm saying? And then For like sure. down in the ocean, especially like yeah. under barriers yeah. of, of, of gases and things like that to be, the to trench. live down there, you either have to be a blob or a giant creature mm-hmm. and there's colossal squids. There's, there's giant fucking creatures all the time like that mm-hmm. we see. So why aren't there, why, why is it so crazy to think, Oh, there could be like a big ass lobster down there. For sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah no, there I could agree. be a, a big ass fucking shark. It's like the Meg, you know. <laughs> yeah, the trench. That's what yeah. it's called. Yeah, <laughs> down below the trench and everything. Like, like there's just <laughs> we we haven't really seen any of it, you know. So probably, uh, yeah. Fuck it, kaiju. Why not? Busting down. We should watch Pacific Rim. I love that movie. Oh, Guillermo. Yeah. yeah. We should watch a Guillermo del Toro movie today. I'm in the mood for that. Yeah, I got you. Give us some Guillermo. Some um, Guillermo also, action. the cutest little girl I've ever seen. I oh my god <laughs> she, she was adorable <laughs> she was, that was the cutest kid that one scene Ever. where she was 
coming back home, she was just standing there in her little dress. And holding that, 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 little uh, paper. that little paper. Oh my God. So fucking cute. Why was she so cute? She was, I was like, you know what? Yeah. I thought the performances were great too. The yeah. main guy, I, I, I've heard people say that he's a little stiff, that he's a little. So Dean said, I thought he was good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, nothing really like yeah. bothered me. I mean, he wasn't special. He wasn't like a standout character, but like. No. I felt, I felt empathy for him. Yeah. Because imagine going back and that lady was like, you were supposed to, like, my kids died because of you. Right. Uh, oof, that was rough. Oof. But then so I like did. If a, you had done your job, which is unfair, because if he had done yeah. his job, he would just be dead, just and they were still lost. What's one kamikaze gonna do? Yeah. You know. But that's just the you know, that's just the way of thinking back then. She ended up coming around though. She did. Her character arc was very interesting. Yeah. All the people around him had a more, had, not a more interesting, but they all had a good arc. His was great. The part where he's like. You can't forgive me, huh? Like, like y'all are all just ghosts. Mm-hmm. Like y'all are ghosts of a y'all are y'all y'all are the dreams of a dead man. Crazy, crazy. And I love the three other characters: the the captain, the boy, and the professor. Yeah, I love those. I love those characters. They were great, especially the professor and the captain. The boy was fine. He was fine. But I love those yeah. addition to the group. They were fun. Yeah, and there's that line, and this is where it felt like a good critique. So the critiques kind of fall apart because. You have the the captain with the doctor talking mm-hmm. to him, and he says, uh, "Japan hasn't changed. Maybe it never will." Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. Talking about how people, how how they're too, and the doctor too says, "You know, this country has been too careless with people's lives." Yeah, you yeah. know, I do between that. kamikazes, between you know, just sending people to die on the front lines, between you know, this and that. He's like, "We, this is a mission. None of y'all are gonna die." Yeah. I think I think he was wrong. I don't think everybody died. At least the submarine. Remember they had a submarine out there. D- no. Oh yeah, and they got and he thrown. Throws that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys but are. That was it. That was. That was <laughs> I think they weren't part of the mission. They were. Yeah, like, they, were, they, they were. They were just, just like there. Just yeah. Just took the boats over <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, that was a different situation. And fucking, <laughs> and fucking Godzilla was trying to swat at the the pilot oh, at the plane. Remember towards the end of the movie. Tense. Yeah. Because like he looked like he's gonna hit him a lot. Yeah. And the and the the mine part at the beginning when he's right behind them. Oh yeah. And he he bites the other one right in half and he's chasing. Great movie. God, Great Godzilla's movie. Cinema. A fu- Godzilla's a fucking beast in yeah. this fucking movie. Yeah. Cinema. Can we just see pink Godzilla? Yeah. I liked his little arms in this one too. They were like yeah. His face arms. was throwing me off sometimes. But I loved his design though. His design was great compared to others especially. I loved. I know everyone talked about him. Him like charging up to do yeah. the atomic. Ah. Chink. That was and awesome. that thing is deadly. Yeah, like, I didn't know you didn't think about it until it demolished yeah. the whole town. His heat ray in this is way more than in other, like in the MonsterVerse. Yeah, just like blast and then and then King Kong will be like, eh, like, eh, you know. But this, this decimated like, the whole city, wipes shit off the map. And like the causes a mushroom cloud. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Implosion. Granted, and I'm pretty sure yeah. that was a term, for an analogy for a bomb. Yeah, of course. Some would say. Of course. Of Some course. would say he's an irradiated beast. Um, okay, shall we move on to the next? Yes. Uh, we also both saw a movie, not together. Um, the Boy and the Heron. Yeah. The long awaited. The long awaited. Yeah. Hayao Hayao Miyazaki. Hayao Miyazaki, a, a creative genius who every single day, you know, keeps his legacy and memory and, and kingdom of imagination and dreams, so to speak. Uh, dream, the kingdom of dreams and imagination. That's his documentary. Um, he keeps it all afloat with, with you know, it, it, it's a it's a teetering, you know, balancing act. For sure. You know? And he knows that his time's up. 
And he's looking for a successor. He's what, 80? Yeah. Something like that. He's, he's looking for a successor. You know, he's not finding one. Yeah. His son's failed him, you uh, know. Oof. And and I think this is him reckoning with that and saying, you know what? I no one is going to keep my legacy alive. No one is going to be able to do what I have done. And they're probably better off for it. Yeah. They aren't lost in a, in a labyrinthian underworld of, of, you know, wonder and amazement, but, but that also is consuming itself. Mm-hmm. That's full of, 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 it's, it's, it's all, it's all there, you know? Yeah. I, I think someone said it's a, a greatest hits you know, collection. Yeah. Him, and I agree with yeah. that. It feels it does like, t- borrow you know, a lot from everything, everything and put it into mm-hmm. one. Yeah. It just feels like a distillation of everything that he's done so well. Uh, it could mean if this was his like last work, it's, his a, swan it's song. a, yeah. Swan song. So yeah. great way to go out. Oh yeah. It was great. Uh, the sound design. Amazing. The sound design, the score. Yeah. Amazing. That score was beautiful. One of them. Yeah. Yeah. The most gorgeous scores I've heard like all year. Yeah. I think the animation is I think better than anything they've done so far. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the parts right at the beginning, the smear frames of all of the yeah. Fire I was gonna say victims, that the smear when he's running were crazy. What an interesting visualization. As someone who, who's been in a fire, it's it's like that. Um, it's just gorgeous. There's moments of serenity and quiet, and there's moments of sweeping, you know, booming adventure and. I loved it. I loved it. The 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 dub was fantastic. Yes, the dub. I saw the dub. I saw the dub. I worked the sub a couple times, and I like the dub more. <gasps> Hot take. Yeah, Grace it's not that Japanese any people. voice fits better. It's just that I love a. I love the Heron's voice, and I love, I love Christian Bale as the dad. Yeah, he's great. He's yeah. really funny. I I heard because in the Japanese version, mm-hmm. or the SC original version, mm-hmm. they casted the. Christian Bale's counterpart in this one. So mm-hmm. the guy who Christian Bale yeah. plays. So he's like, oh, it's like stunt casting. So they did yeah. the same thing and then hired Christian Bale to come as the dad. That's so cool. it matches the Japanese kind of like That's stunt cool. casting, which is very, very interesting. That is very interesting. It was just, it was really well put together on all fronts. Um, Mark Hamill. No one's talking about I him. I honestly didn't even know it was him. Yeah. Or um, to the credits, I had no idea that was him. Dave Bautista. Is, yeah, Dave Bautista is the parody king. Him, yeah, you can. Like, you can. Because he's not doing character work, but he's doing a character, and it, he's fit. He's well cast for it. He is. Right? He looks like the parody king. Mm-hmm. He does. He's got a head of a parakeet. Yeah. <laughs> <He does>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was, I had a blast with it. I, I thought it was touching. Um, it, its main critiques would absolutely be around the plot and the mm-hmm. pacing, mm-hmm. but especially with animated films, I don't always feel like, like okay, look at Spider Verse. That's a plot delivery device, right? Yeah. It's it's like this happens in the story and it's juicy, and it's drama, and what's going to happen next? Um, which is why you can critique it and say, you know, across the Spider Verse is kind of it, it, it's sour. I'm souring on it a lot. You said that last time or a couple times ago. I remember yeah, saying that. it just it's it it doesn't know where to end. It doesn't know you which know we, which we learn from the yeah. admissions of that. Yeah. Can tell, and you have you have um, w- with this the movie is not trying to tell it, it's telling a story, but it's not trying to tell a story first and foremost. Yeah, it's giving an experience. It's a meditation of of a creative. It's 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 more about evoking emotion within yeah. you, yeah. right? Than it is like, oh, look, here's this drama. This happens. That happens. So yes, 
it's poorly paced and, and in the end they do this with Howl's Moving Castle too and a couple of their others they do it with the, it's how a lot of Jolene movies they, they just have everything up in the air and then they go uh, yes I'm your mother and everything's okay and then this is happening and oh we're gonna go back oh you should forget okay the end yeah and it just it wraps everything up in about five seconds flat maybe five I minutes I feel like that's how almost all of them actually yeah like that yeah I, I would say other than maybe like Kiki's delivery service maybe Porco Rosso yeah. Um, Cause those, while they are abrupt endings, they're both, they fit. Yeah. The bill. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. But Especially I feel like for like I feel like for his epics, like Princess Mononoke mm-hmm. and this and, um, they're like Spirit three of the hours Way. long, and then they're like, yeah, okay, it's over. Yeah. And it's usually like a literal shutting door in like a, a sweeping wind, like pulling everything away. <sighs> right. It's very interesting. Um, well, I don't know. I, really, I didn't check the, the time before I went. It's long, and it is a long movie. And I was like, I went to associate at 1 huh? p.m. And I was supposed to work at 5. Jesus Christ. And then I got a call halfway through the movie. And I was like, I didn't answer it. And I got a text. And I said, uh, we need you to come in at 4.30. I said, oh, that's fine. It's like 2 at this time. I said, okay. Right. The movie's like, that should be over soon. Got a text. Actually coming at 4. I'm like, okay, well now it's 3. And so the movie, I was kind of like, kind of waiting for it yeah, to be over. Start and I was like, <laughs> but it ended up being over at 3.30. But I was still kind of like, dang it. Like, kind of like, I kind of yeah. was like anticipating the, just right. for it to be over so I can get to yeah. work. But um, yeah, three thirty. I was like, God damn! Yeah. But and I saw it. I saw it late. I saw it at midnight. Yeah, and it ran until like, like three, right? Two forty three. Yeah, that's it was, crazy. It was long. And I when I went to the movie, it was pretty packed in there. Yeah, it's doing really, really well. And this it's, is like I think it's the first time, the first one. time that Japan has had two back to back box office yep. in the United States. Yep, with and Godzilla and then now the Boy and the Heron. There was a time I actually owned the Disney edition Blu-ray of Howl's Moving Castle because Disney tried to consume Ghibli and they managed to keep a foothold, a foothold and for them to shit on them this way to just topple them I mean Disney cannot stop losing this year they have lost and lost bad year for Disney too lost. bad year for Disney um, and now you know look at Ghibli just shitting on them I mean that that's things are gonna change I yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Boy in the Heron was great I, I had a, a great time with it I'll probably own it there's, um, what do they call them? Foley's, the guys that make sound. Yeah. I would love to pick their brains for this movie specifically. There's a part where the heron dips its uh, beak into the water as it's flying by. And there's all these like quiet ambiance all around it. It dips its feet in, or its, uh, its beak yeah. in and catches a fish. And the sound of that is so, I'm like, I've never it's heard It's very of reminiscent before, of amazing. My Neighbor Totoro. Right. Because that movie is a lot of nature sounds yes. and a lot of like nothingness. Quietness. Yeah. And, and yeah, when yeah. the soundtrack does come in, it's usually like one or two piano notes. Yeah. Boom. Which is what he does here. Boom. And he does that. Yeah. Because the, like, well. the very, like, the first, like, 30 minutes of uh, Mojito and they go to. Mm-hmm. Um, Mojito. I know. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fiend for Mojito. <laughs> Mojito. Like, the little. The little um, is it Mojito? Mojito. Okay. Yeah. Mojito. 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 They go to the little uh, thing, that yeah. little where the lady lives, yeah. his new mom. And, oh, he's just exploring. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can hear sandals on, like, the rocks mm-hmm. and through the grass and the water. I was oh, just yeah. sitting there. I was like, God, I'm so relaxed right yeah. now. It's like very, it's so, it takes its time to, to sink you into it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say it's very interesting that he got with his sister, his, his wife's sister. Oh yeah, yeah, that is that is. But I feel like that's very common though. I because remember, okay. Kills of Fire Moon also happened. It is, and it's. 
Uh, it says it's semi-autobiographical. Yes. And I don't know which part. Um, his mom, me, Hayao Miyazaki's mom did die in a fire like that during wow. the bombings. And maybe his dad. I don't know about his dad. I didn't read that far, but all I know is that he took inspiration from the beginning from what happened to him as a kid. Wow. So he did lose his mom when he was very young. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it, it's apparently it draws on a lot of his yeah. lived experiences, and, and that's interesting to me. Um, a lot of movies about war this year we watched. Oh, yeah. Godzilla, this movie, Oppenheimer. Yeah. Or bombs. Like it, it, I feel like it all revolves around the same time period, right. which is, right. you know, very interesting because... It is interesting. It has, it, it has yeah, really been um, a focus this year. But I, I, what I was going to say about, that's about the movie is there was that one scene though where I, cause I was like, oh, this is a movie definitely for kids. And then the Pelican, the bloody Pelican scene. Yeah. I was like, yeah, there was, there was, maybe, uh, maybe it's not. Kids could watch it, but I don't think they would enjoy it. Yeah. It's definitely not a kid's would. movie. Yeah. Which I don't think, I mean, they don't make movies for kids specifically. I mean, they have Kiki's right. and Ponyo and Totoro. But this one feels more in line with like Mononoke and that it's like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's Howl's stuff. maybe, yeah. which I've never seen Howl's Moon Castle. Really? No. It's great. I own it. It's, uh. <gasps> we'll do, we'll do a Jimmy Swap. You can take my Princess Mononoke. I'll take you. Yes. Oh let's my do God. It. I'm actually down. I'm super down. So fun. My steelbook. Um, I've been like one second away from watching Mononoke like three different nights this week and I just haven't gotten to it. I'll give you the Blu-ray. You have to watch it. I've just been opting to go to bed instead. That's so lame. So, yeah, I know. But also, so I totally get that. Um, um, great movie. Great, great movie. movie. Year, it's honestly, year of five stars. There have been so many five-star movies this year. Like I was there going, I was going through my, I was trying to take my, my, like my top ten list, and I was like, 2022 was an so okay year for movies. They had but it's great weird. hits like yeah. Tar. Tar. Um, that's it. Everything ever uh, came out that year too, which is yeah. crazy. That was a long time ago too. And, and who's talking about it? You know what I mean? We still think about Tar every day. I don't think that's true. This is my point. I, don't, I actually forgot about Tar. Fuck you. But I did like Tar. I liked them both. You but forgot honestly, about Tar even with May December. But honestly, I didn't think of it. I, I really didn't. Because <laughs> I'm allowed to <laughs> differentiate art, Elijah, and not <laughs> use it to. I'm a Tar fan. Relegate. I'm a Tar head. Um, what did you watch? That I didn't watch Grayson. Uh, I watched. Well, I watched two things. One was a little comedy special. I watched the new Nick Mullen special. Tell that. Um, if y'all listen to podcasts, you might listen to Come Town to They're Now Defunct, right? Or sorry, Bleep Town. Um, <laughs> Nick Mullen is from there. He's kind of an edgy, you know, internet guy. Uh, he's funny. It's it's a funny special. Um, I, I'm hesitant to endorse it because I don't, like, agree with everything he says. Like, he, he does edginess for edginess's sake, and that's part of the humor. Yeah, but like you know, people who say, "Oh, I love Nick Mullen," or "I love this," they they might be like, "Oh, so are you transphobic? Are you this? Are you that?" You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, no, 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 no. no for sure. Like he's a vaguely center left individual, so he gets away with saying a lot of things and doing a lot of things that, because you know where his political leanings lie, that's you know he toes that line, yeah. and it's very irreverent. It's very, very funny. But sometimes it's like, eesh, should I be laughing at that? <laughs> Which I think is what comedy should comedy, make yeah. you feel, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you know, someone who liked this uh, comedy special, Sam Hyde. I fucking hate Sam Hyde. I think Sam Hyde's a piece <laughs> of shit and should, you know, whatever. So it, it's, it, you know, whatever. If you are in the mood for a comedy special and you have a very thick skin, 
go watch it. Um, but if not, you know, you skip this one. That's fair. Um, what else? I watched Eileen. Uh, so jealous. You should watch it. It's good. It's, I, I do uh, want to watch it. I didn't know it was a based on a Otessa Moshfei book. Um, I haven't read I any don't know stuff. who that is. So. Yeah. She did the Year of Rest and Relaxation, that TikTok book that's everywhere. I don't. I'm not on, I'm not on BookTok, unfortunately. I'm not either. Because I don't read. Well, um, except for meddling kids. Yeah. My dad came to my room and he was like, is that a Scooby-Doo book? I said, kind of. Yeah, kind of. I said, it's like, in a, it's like a different take. Scooby-Doo with trauma. And he was like, oh. He's like, where'd you get it? I said, my friend gave it to me. Yep. And he was like, your friend bought you a book? And I was like, he likes to read. Yeah. And I think I should read more. And my dad's like, I was telling him about you and Katie. And I was like, yeah, they have a library. She's an English teacher. Mm. And mom's like, you need more well-bad friends. <laughs> okay. Not anymore, you don't. Because I'm here. Yeah. I just yeah. need one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Two. Me and Katie both. You and Katie. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it. It was good. It was very good. It's it's marketed and called a mystery and a thriller. It's neither of those things. Interesting. It has some tense parts. Mm-hmm. I would say that all three acts are distinct. Right. You have the first act, which is like an off kilter, dark comedy. It feels in line with something that the Coen Brothers would do, uh-huh. except maybe a little bit more Gen Z. You know, it's got the. Weird sexuality explorations and stuff. Like this girl, she's like a, a total gooner, and I, I just know she's got like a UTI. Like it's it's weird, right? And then Act Two, they're like, "Oh, this is actually a cute little sweeping romance," and, uh-huh. and it's very involved. And it, it's all part of like a, a grooming process in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, not grooming in the way you think. Grooming for murder. Which is interesting. Mm. Um, Spoilers. I haven't seen it. Yeah, <laughs> and the third the third act is more of a sobering. I, I, it's borderline thriller, but it's not a thriller. There's a little bit. You're like, okay. oh, you're like, oh, what's going on? Oh, wait a second. Oh shit. Like, oh, that's crazy. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And then it's like, damn. God, I gotta see it. And apparently, it ends. Where it ends is cool. Uh, it's very stylized, like older. Mm-hmm. You know, like kind of pulpy thrillers, yeah. like everything from the title card to the way that it scrolls and the way it ends, and it looks great, it feels great. But apparently, the book ends on a much like more sound note. It's like boom, like I'm I I'm happy now because this and that and that and the other, rather than where it ends here. Mm-hmm. It, it kind of ends just kind of kind of like a Ghibli movie. It's kind of just like it ends. Like a like a wind, you know. Like a wispful wind through yeah. the weathering window. It was good. Shea Wiggum was great. Anne Hathaway is phenomenal. She's charming <coughs> and scary. And I've and been an Anne Hathaway fan since day one. Me too. I never, a, I never left her side. Remember, she got all that hate. Yeah. For no reason. Yeah, because she dated a guy who was a douche or something. I don't know what he did, but it wasn't. It wasn't even as bad as like Nicki Minaj or whatever. Like it was. He, I think he was just. And Hathaway had to do with like ageism, and she's like looks. Yeah. Great for her age. She's, She's normal. She's a normal woman. I, I love Anne Hathaway. I've always said this. And and this this is probably my favorite role she's done. Genuinely. Oh, oh She's wow. great. Yeah. She's great. Better and than I, Batman? Oh, yeah. Easily. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, maybe not as good as Princess Diaries, though. Yeah. Or the other one she did. Um, Ella Enchanted? Well, yeah. But I'm thinking of a movie no one saw. Uh, Jason Sudeikis and her. Uh, Colossal, I think is what it's called. Oh, which is the yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Never saw it. Cool movie. Um, 
yeah, she's she's just very good. Love her. And uh, and the main girl, Thomasin McKenzie. Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen her. She in was stuff. In she was in a bunch of stuff. I haven't last seen night her. in Soho. I, I hadn't seen it. I haven't seen it, but I know she's in there. Uh, she's great. She's weird. She's great. She's got a great weird face. Like not yeah. a bad, like not like really, ugly, but like you know. She's and they even talk about it. Oh really? Uh, yeah. And Hathaway says it's Look like beautiful that. chaos. Um. Yeah, Shea Wiggum. Uh, no one's talking about his performance in this, but it's great. It's Shea Wiggum's year. It's his year. It's his year. It's his year. Big I've been Shea fans. This. Big Shea fans yeah. here. Yeah. Sexy dad. Yeah. And not in this one. No, I have not seen this movie. <laughs> oh, so he, yeah, he plays a tough character. To, he's kind of a leaving Las Vegas character. Okay. Like, a, ooh, ooh, dude, just get your shit together, please. You My know? favorite. Um, yeah, that's that's all I've seen without you. Too, too many. And y- you've seen other things <laughs> without me. You've seen stuff without me. Go ahead. Not, Take no, it away. Actually. Did you not watch a lot of movies this week? Um, actually, yeah, I did. <laughs> not yeah. really. I just watched, like, three this is a laundry movie. Laundry. This is a fun. I've never seen this movie before. Okay. But I wanted to watch it last year, and when I found out about it, it left Criterion. Ah, oh, damn. So I was like, Ugh. so then I waited, and then it came on Criterion. It's a Christmas movie. It's called Bell Book and Candle. Bell it's Book got, and Candle. It's got James Stewart. Oh. Kim yeah. Novak. Oh you yeah. Know, Vertigo fame. Jack Lemmon. And it's got Elsa Lanchester, who was oh. the bride from Bride of Frankenstein. No way. Yeah, she lays the ant. Oh, is she um, still all... Yeah, she's kind of, yeah. actually kind of a little bit. Um, <laughs> but it's a... <laughs> oh, my God, wait. I just noticed this. Letterboxd County feature says Showtime and Tickets. Oh, whoa. Oh, that's so cool. That's new? That's new. Yeah, hold on. Sorry, sorry. I just saw that and it... I'm going to check for four I'm going to do Dream Scenario. Oh, I do want to see that. Yeah, look. Where and is it? It takes you to a... It takes you to a little ticket screen. Wow. That's what we should go watch. Letterboxd... Wow, look at that. That's so fucking cool. Yeah, check Poor Things. Poor Things is is showing. Uh, 14th December. That's, oh, that's like tomorrow. Week. Oh, it's tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. Oh, so you're probably going to screen it tonight. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I won't go. You know why? It's not for you. Because Katie. It's Katie. Katie wants to see it. <laughs> yeah. She thinks it looks weird. Um, yeah, because Grayson won't see a movie unless I tell him not to or his girlfriend. So. Yeah, that's true. Otherwise, I'll just watch it. No, I don't really care. Unless we're going to... Unless it's like Godzilla or Again, The Holdovers. did not pick it up. Good. Um, Damn. Anyways. Dream sorry scenario, for that. is that showing today? Uh, yeah. We should go see it after this. Okay. That's what I'm going to I have to eat my fish. Yeah, eat your fish on the way there. Okay. I'll drive. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Bell, Book, and Candle. So it's about a witch in... The Love. Fi- in the fifties, and she is like her and her aunt and her brother, a warlock. They all live in <laughs> they all live in New York, I think. Is the warlock uh, Jimmy Stewart? No, it's Jack Lemon. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he was a quirky little. And they have like a like a like a witch club that only witches go, and everyone knows about it and stuff. It's it's Can a rock it's a wrong yeah. He oh, plays okay, like good. he's like a musician there. So a warlock's kind of like a shade of witch. Yeah, yeah. This is like witchcraft in general, right? And so she puts a love spell on her neighbor and he falls in love with her mm-hmm. to get back at him for something. Mm-hmm. And then she ends up falling in love with him and witches can't fall in love because they do, they lose their powers. Oh, and so cute. it's this whole thing. That's it's cute. very cute. It's look at, it's a very cute little movie. It looks scary. And that's her, that's her, um, her cat. What yeah. are they called? Witches have little animals. Uh, um, familiars. Familiar. It's yeah. so familiar. It's very, it's very cute. I know everything about witches. Yeah. Are you a witch? Are you a warlock? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wizard. 
But I think oh, it's it's like a it's like a it's like an okay it's like three point four on Letterboxd. It's a okay well reviewed rom com, and I was like, it's cute. It takes place during Christmas time, so that's why it's always on there. So I liked it a lot. I give three stars. <laughs> um, and then I rewatched my annual December movie that I watched, Black Christmas. I've uh-huh. seen it four years in a row. God damn! Um, I bought the four K, okay, Blu Ray, good work from Shout Factory. Shout Factory. Um, shout out. Huh. <laughs> Factory. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> we got there in the end. There was a joke there. We knew there was a joke. Um. <laughs> Shout. Factory. Have you seen Have you seen Black Christmas? Mm. I think I don't know anything about it. It's one which takes place in sorority. Beats me. Really? I've never seen it. I'm surprised. I don't know anything about it. Do you want to borrow my Blu-ray? Yeah, I'll borrow. I'll give you all my. Now they have all these fucking DVDs now. Yeah, I have, I have like me. 70. I'll own them. I'll, I'll eat them. Um, well, okay. This was like 40 I'm going to chew on it. I'm going to chew on it. Chew on it? Yeah, I'm going to chew on it. Okay, whatever. Uh, you probably shouldn't <laughs> loan it to me if you don't want your DVD chewed on. I'm gonna, when I get Targets back in 2025, it's going to be crazy. Cause I'm like, going gonna, I'm gonna to melt it in half with a hair dryer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to let it droop. I'm going like, to send you an Apple Venmo request. $30. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you break a DVD, I'm like. Yeah. But it's like it's it's like a it's labeled like a like a modern feminist piece from the it's like seventies. Yeah, it's about like it's about a house girls a house full of sorority girls and they get like disturbing phone calls and like got great so it tackles themes like abortion alcoholism oh, wow. back in the seventies where it was yeah. kind of like yeah it's and she's like I'm getting an abortion no matter what you say I don't want this baby that my life's yes. like this and the, and the guy's like I don't want that this is a Christmas movie yeah it takes place during Christmas it sounds sad no no it's a slasher what it's, yeah these girls die one by one. What the hell? It's, it predates Halloween, 19, 1974 and 1979. So it was like the, one of the first slashers ever. Okay. Um, so good. Loved it. I love this movie. I don't know why I like it so much, but. You love watching women, women. get killed. This is, this is, we've talked about this. Actually, I think we have. Yeah. We, we've had to unpack the misogyny. <laughs> no, you guys, I just think it. I think that horror movies, men yeah. die. That's fine. Men deserve to die. Yeah. Let's kill women too. I watched another one called Silent Night, Deadly Night about a killer Santa. Oh. Uh, what's the new one? Silent Violet Night. No. Wait, the one with... There, there's a new one out. A new a new Christmas horror movie. Oh, a, a Wonderful Knife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A Wonderful I Knife. I want to see it. It's like, it's like a comedy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Wonderful. But... Um, this guy's got the hairiest ass I've ever seen on, on film. What the fuck? Yeah, he's naked in it. He's like a sex dream. Uh-huh. Full cheeks, full hair. I said, you know what? Good for him. Like just fluffy? Yeah. Like, like does he need a comb or something? Yeah, I was like, damn, they really went there. They zoomed in on like his ass. Oh, Justin Long is in this. Yeah, he plays like the mayor, I think. Oh, great. I want to watch it. Hmm. You know, I love me some Christmas. Um, and that's all I watched. A lot of a lot of cleaning movies, laundry movies, repeat movies. It's been a big year for slashers. It has. Yeah. Thanksgiving, um, which I didn't see either. Yeah, Thanksgiving. But I heard it's not see because it's a wonderful knife, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Saw ten came out. Saw ten, kind of a slasher. Yeah, well, I don't know. Slasher. You think it's not slasher? Really a slasher. It's, it's a horror. Movie. It's like a torture porn movie. Yeah. They're um, making a Saw eleven. Yeah, they are. And they were going to make a Scream 7. But the buck stops here. Buggo. Don't talk about it. 
they 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 fucked it up. It's probably right? better, if anything. It probably is. Scream Six was great. Yeah, I loved it. Ended on that note. Um, they they botched that shit bad. Yeah, they yeah. botched it. I've never seen a studio fuck up. Well, so Spyglass bad. fucking they lost sucks. everybody. They lost everybody. Yeah, Courtney Cox. Yeah, Courtney Cox. Love her. Yes. Yeah, you know all the slaking. backlash that fucking Jennifer Aniston's getting now because of her thing about the intimacy coordinator. Do you see that on no. Twitter? Because uh, during her show, The Morning Show, mm-hmm. she has a sex scene, sex scene with John Hamm. Mm-hmm. And they asked to bring like a, a intimacy, an intimacy coordinator. Mm-hmm. And she was like, what the, what the Like, what is that? She's like, I'm from the olden days. We don't do it. We don't, we don't need like that, that, that. And she's like, we just like go with the flow. Like, it's not a big deal. And people were like, here she goes again. Because she made a comment about something else where how Hollywood's changed from like back when she was in it. And right. like how it's more like woke. But not like a bad way. She's just like, it's just like different from how I am. Right. And yeah. so people were like... What's wrong? I don't see. I don't see having a problem with an intimacy coordinator, but I also don't see having a problem with, with her saying, "Hey, you do whatever." I think the reason you have an intimacy coordinator is like, look at Desperado, right? Yeah. Great movie, fantastic stuff, right? Salma Hayek, Salma Hayek still talks about how it was like traumatic because there's it, it, she's in the buff simulating eroticism while tons of men are standing around you know it's just it, it's kind of a problem yeah. and these sex scenes they're problematic you know perfect blue shows it probably better than anything else that like these things can be very intense great and strange and, yeah and, yeah it's a great and, take on that that's a good yeah. that's a good point grace i'm very proud of you for pointing that, for pointing that out no i really am <laughs> look at this fuck? you guys where's my gold stars <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I mean, but anyways, fuck Jennifer Aniston. No, I'm kidding. I, Jennifer Annie, if she wants to claim that the woke mob is after her, she should jump off of the George Washington. I'm bridge. Team Courtney Cox. Always have been. Yeah, my favorite. Oh yeah, Slay. I, I don't give a shit about Friends at all. Um, Actually, they're still the, the best friends of real life. Doesn't make it but Jenna Ortega made like a really. I know. I'm Jenna, proud of her. She's no, younger than us. No one else she's has made a stance like that. She's she's 21. Mm-hmm. What the fuck? Mm-hmm. Like fresh 21. That's crazy how young she oh, is. Yeah. And she, um, yeah, she was born in 2000. That's insane. That's crazy to me. And she's in in the public eye, and she's doing brave things like like refusing to return after the sacking of her friend. Like that's amazing. Anyways, um, phenomenal job, Jen Ortega. Thank you for representing yes. Latinas everywhere. We just watched a movie together today. Speaking morning. of Latinas, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep, yes, yeah. We watched, uh, <laughs> we watched we <laughs> watched Inside Lewin Davis. Davis with Oscar Isaac. I've seen this movie. Anybody who knows me knows I've seen this movie a hundred and seventy goddamn times. It's probably my mo- most watched movie. It, it's it's great. It's fun. Uh, it's not fun. It's sad. <laughs> It's depressing. <laughs> Every time I watch it, it strikes me more and more how much the Coens hate this guy. Like, yeah, their world hates him. Yeah. Everything that could go wrong happens to him. Like, he just cannot catch a break. Just and non-stop. that's basically... And even when he does, it's like for two seconds. Yeah. That's basically the thesis is like, this guy can't catch a break. The only times he's he's ever serene or happy or anything is when he's playing his folk music, you know. Yeah. And even then, you know, he can't he can't even have that. It's a it's it's a tough watch sometimes. Uh, it's funny and dark <laughs> it is and funny. sad, and it's less like 
on the nose laugh out loud funny as yeah. their other stuff yeah it's probably their least like obviously funny movie but it's still very funny as a yeah. lot of like little mannerisms it's kind of quietly funny um super lived in every shot it, it you know a lot of filmmakers will set up like they'll have a windowsill shot and they'll set up like stuff to look perfect and they'll they'll really draw attention to it and the coins want it to feel lived in mm -hmm. you know they'll they'll set up that perfect shot and they'll tuck it off into the corner every time you watch it you notice oh there's like a little coin that's placed there to catch the light in an interesting way there's a little like cigarette holder there there's like oh look at that coffee cup and the way it it, it catch like it's very well crafted you feel like you're in the 60s you feel like you're there in that scene and i think that's important too greenwich village feels alive and full of people who are struggling just to make it and yeah I love the cast of characters. I love the general feeling of it, the way it looks and sounds, and the music is so good. And um, yeah, and I love the Coens. We talked about this too. The Coen brothers often will just be like, hey, uh, we're wrapping up the movie, so here's a list of all of our influences. They'll just show you, like, you know, <laughs> Homeward Bound, uh, a poster, and it'll really focus on it. <laughs> and then it'll be like, oh, and uh, Dave Van Rock and Bob Dylan and blah, 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 like show all these different influences. Mm -hmm. and be like, these are them that's them you know it's like cool man like i like that and it has my most quoted line of all time because i used to just walk around and, and say it outer space <laughs> outer space say that all the time do that i know that was horrible. i do that all the time those are my thoughts anyone who knows me knows i've never seen this movie before yeah. that's my first time yeah and I actually don't. I have not seen a lot of Cohen movies. I think yeah. I've seen maybe a, a hand like this two, is like, like what two your or third, three, yeah, something third? like that. Yeah. Um, but I'm like that with a lot of directors, I, like, especially like well-known ones. I'm like, you know what? I'll you've seen Blood Simple. Simple. You've seen. I've seen Blood Simple. Davis, you've seen. And then uh, you've seen Old Brother Where Art Thou. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I've seen a little bit of Fargo, but I haven't finished it. So I haven't really yeah. counted it. I want to rewatch Fargo. Fargo was great. Um, but yeah, so I'm not really familiar with like. I know they have like their quirks and like their quips and like I know a lot about them but I've never seen it like a lot because I haven't seen a lot of their films but um I I enjoyed it mm. I enjoyed I, I loved their take on the sad the sad white male even because it's not really white but like right it's just sad you know the sad male where like you know you have like right. what's that one movie with um oh my god here we go Steve Carell Oh, oh, Dan in Real Life. Dan in Real Life. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. No. no. Little Miss Sunshine. That's a good one. Steve Carell plays that a lot. Yeah, he does. 40-year-old virgin. Yeah. <laughs> There's another one I'm thinking about, too. I forgot what it was called. Steve Carell? Are you sure? Oh, Punch Truck Love? No. Oh, that's, that's yeah, that's... Um, it's Adam Sandberg. It's Adam Sandler. Sandler. Yeah. God. That's not about either. There's one with Michael Shannon. I don't really know which one it is, but it's something like that. What? <laughs> Michael Shannon and, and 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 who? I don't remember. What happens in it? He's just sad a lot. <laughs> That's what the movie's about. He's sad. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but um, yeah. I don't think I could be alive in the '60s. I don't think I could I do think, that. I think I was born for it. I think. I, I think, think you I were. A, I have a sadness in my bones. You do. That I think sometimes I it's in your eyes. Fit in better. Yeah. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> That's so sad. Oh God. No, but you're not a sad person. But I'm so sad. No, you're not. I'm sad if you are, we should get you some therapy. 
No. Yeah, see, here we go. I hate Darabin. Here we go. Let me clock in. Uh, yeah, the, the, the I we talked about our our early our old, oh my god our early folk um, revival with Mumford and Sons, and how that's like the first time I ever like got into folk, and it was like Mumford and Sons, but it was like I was in high school, and so the soundtrack is really good. I liked a lot of the songs. The song that um, Gene, Jim, and Troy sang. Yeah. I loved that song. It's the a, train. It's uh, it's it's a classic. It's, a, it's, it's folk because no one ever knows. But yeah. there's a famous, you know, Joan Baez cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five hundred miles. Mm-hmm. The train I'm on. The train I'm on. You know who's playing Joan Baez in the movie? Who? Melissa Barrera. No way. Yeah, the one with um, Timothy Chalamet. Interesting casting. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, Michael Shannon's not in any movies about sad guys. Uh, yes, he is. No, he's not. Hold on, you guys. Knives Out, Bullet Train, Groundhog Day, The Shape of Water, Batman v Superman, Nocturnal Animals, Man of Steel, Flash, Eight Mile, Amsterdam, Vanilla Sky, Let me see the Revolutionary Road. I, I have it out here. Okay. Bad Lieutenant. Uh, you know what? It's not Michael Shannon. It's, my, it's Michael Stolberg. You fucker. <laughs> Oh, a serious man. Oh, yes. This is what okay. I was thinking about. Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, it's a Coen Brother movie. Yes, it is. Crazy. I actually didn't know that. I've never seen this, but I, I watched a clip for it for film class one time, and I was like, because oh. my my professor was like, I love the Coens, and I love this movie. This movie is me. People and I was love like, that movie. And I was like, you shouldn't say that. The Coen Brothers ones, I haven't seen. A Serious Man. Uh, I haven't seen. Hudsucker Proxy. Um, I have not seen. I, s- I have not finished Burn After Reading. I need to. I didn't um, want to stop watching it. I got interrupted. No Country for Old Men, which I'm surprised I haven't seen. Love that movie. Raising Arizona, I really want to see. Love that movie. I own it. Miller's Crossing, I also want to see. Have not seen. I heard I it's really good. I have not seen Barton Fink. Yeah, Barton Fink. Is uh, Miller's Crossing the Mafia one? Yes. Okay, yes, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. Then yes. I think that's all of them that I haven't seen. Have you seen The Tragedy of Macbeth? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah, and that's just Joel. That's oh, not both of them. You're right. My bad. What about the Ballad of Buster Scruggs? Yeah, it's great. Did you say that already? I don't know. Yeah, it. it's funny. It's very funny. That's all they've done, right? Buster Scruggs is great, dude. Isn't what a that, great character actor. Who is that? Tim Blake Nelson? Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, get, he doesn't get enough recognition. He's in a lot of no, films. Almost 100 films. Yeah, well, he was almost the, the uh, what, Brainiac? Yeah, Hulk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Edward Norton. That was such a weird ending. To the Incredible movie. Hulk. That, that was they crazy. never capitalized on. People theorize he's going to come back for uh, the Thunderbolts. <laughs> the Thunderbolts. I heard that somewhere. He was in Pinocchio. Was he? Yeah, well, the choice Pinocchio. I still haven't seen it. So fucking good. I'm a bastard. So fucking good. Well, I have Netflix now, so now I can watch it. Yeah, you can. Maybe I'll watch that soon. Um, but Yes, liked, I liked the movie. It definitely was not a movie that I feel like I would watch a lot just because yeah. it's so sad. Yeah, it's um, sad. But it, do, it is a very cozy movie. Like it's it's, yeah. it's it's got that cozy factor uh, like a lot of films it's have. It's cozy and sometimes it's validating, like in a sense. I don't know if that makes sense. No, because I feel like all of us have dreams, like aspirations, right. and go through hard times, and all you want is just one fucking moment to just right. be like picked up and like to have things go right for you, or right. you know maybe follow your dream and just like maybe get that maybe get that record label signed. And you know you're seeing your friends do that stuff. Like with remember because Jim had that song, which is also very catchy. Right. Yeah, um, it's funny he bets against it. 
and you know, he, no he royalty, the royalties, you know. and it's because he needs the money fast. But he's also like, no one's gonna listen to this. Like, this is ass. Like, yeah. this, is, this, but it's a banger. It's a banger. But, but, please, Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> it's so good, dude. Oh my god. Um, and honestly, I don't even know who's in this movie because every time I saw somebody like Adam Driver, I was like, "What mm-hmm. the heck?" There's yeah. only surprise castings written in this and movie. This is before Adam Driver's break. He was, yeah, I don't think he had maybe it was probably it was what 2013, so probably at the same time as Girls. So he was still, you know, it was one of his first yeah. roles. That's crazy. And he's great in it. He's he's doing little ad libs and stuff. Yeah. Like he gets cut. Like one of his lines gets cut off by a cat meowing, so he meows back. That was funny. Going. That threw me. Out. That was funny. It's great. And they they keep in parts. They keep in little things. Like there's a part where Oscar Isaac almost breaks, and you can see it whenever um, <laughs> when John Goodman is yeah. is, is uh, saying his shit in the background. Yeah. And it, you can tell it's like pre-written lines, but John Goodman is it's his line delivery. Delivery is great. Yeah. It's hard not to laugh when he's my life's a bowl of shit <laughs> oh why i don't remember my life being such a bowl of shit what did i do to make my life such a bowl of shit <laughs> <laughs> he says oh i see how it is okay except that threats and intimidation won't work on me because i have practiced santeria <laughs> <laughs> he's so fucking and this might interest you uh, uh, hey pablo that, that must be your name <laughs> Fucking, he plays the worst guy alive. <laughs> he's great. See, you know, it's great to see this before. He's just quoting a straight the movie. Like, not, yeah. he's looking at nothing right now. Like, yeah. straight from memory. Like, I kid you not. Yeah. Like, it's just insane. It's, it's so fun. John me. Goodman, I'm your biggest fan. He says, he says, <laughs> he says, you know, in jazz, we play all 12 notes on the scale. We don't just play the same four notes on our little ukulele. Like, G G G C G D G E. He says. It was the fact that you fucking know. He said, "You know, I'm. I'm curious. Would uh, do you think would that cane fit all the way up your ass, or would a little bit stick out the other side?" Big fan. Big fan. I'm a big fan over here. I own it now. Criterion. Beautiful, and the Criterion is as expensive as any other Criterion, and it doesn't have like, it has a little essay. It doesn't have like a full one. It doesn't have like uh, any. It's it doesn't have as many supplementals, features. right? Is what I thought, but it does. It has full movies. It has like two or three documentaries attached to it. Yeah. Uh, plus interviews. It's got a lot concert. of runtime. Yeah, a concert. Like, it's a documentary about so a concert. Many long ones. Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah. Sometimes with the, like, the criteria and the kind of hit and miss, sometimes they don't have a lot of supplements. I mean, sometimes mm-hmm. there's not. Sometimes these movies right. are so old or so lost, there's not a ton of supplements. But like the Cure one, for instance, has only a few supplements, but it has like a really thought-out, longer essay. Yeah. And the design in there is cool. Whereas I don't like the art for Inside Lewin Davis that they did. It's very like... 2013. It's the one with the animated cat on it, or the like the cartoon cat. Yeah, it's like it feels like that corporate style of like illustration, where it's just like kind of silhouettes almost. It's like flat. Oh yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. That fucking cat was a fucking menace. Yeah, it was, and apparently they hated working with it. This movie is kind of anti cats. Kind of. Hit a cat. Hit a cat in a car to die. Uh, Yeah, but I think. You know how he says Lewin is the cat and it's played as a joke? Yeah. I think Lewin's the cat. You know what I mean? Like, it's and it's like Homeward Bound. He's the cat in that, too. 
you know yeah. that's yeah. where they got inspiration for his character a lot i think he's just kind of goes where the wind takes him and he's kind of this sly fellow but he can't catch a break poor guy poor fucking guy well that's really all i have to God. say about that movie yeah it's great it's, it's a movie i think i think this movie hits when you're probably in like your 30s yeah like if you see it the first time in your 30s like i probably would have killed myself oh yeah <laughs> there's even a part where he the guy doesn't know that like his partner's killed himself yeah and it, it's a portrait of grief too yeah yeah, yeah it is but um grief for for many elements but especially for him and, and, it, and the arc is kind of bookended by him being like you know ign- like that song and that song being so important for him finding closure right mm-hmm. and and he still is getting beat down by life but he's able to kind of work his way through those yeah. things because also that scene with the wife and he starts singing his yeah. part and he mm. freaks like you know there's definitely there's definitely mm-hmm. no closure or like moving on behind that passing mm-hmm. And, and then they're still good to him, despite yeah. it, you know. After he's been thrown out, a sorry mess, punched and beat and kicked, yeah, and they still yeah. take him back in, yeah. and the cat's back, and everything's okay. But it's also terrible. Ulysses. <laughs> yeah. And Ulysses, the inspiration there. The cat's name is Ulysses. I didn't get that reference. It's important. Um, I haven't read Ulysses yet, so... But Ulysses takes place all in one day. It's a long mm-hmm. book, but it's all in one day. And it's just a guy trying to walk around like Dublin and just having, I think, just like the worst day of his life. I think. Don't quote me on that. <laughs> when we pivot to a books podcast, not if, but when, <laughs> we will, um, we'll talk some more in depth about yeah, Ulysses. That's, I do that's the first it. one we're going to do. It's James Joyce, Ulysses. who famously had an eye patch. Seriously? Yeah. There's a president, Ulysses, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ulysses S. Grant, he was our, our general during World War, or sorry, during the Civil War, and he um, he was so popular and well-loved that they were like, dude, you have to run for president, and he's like, dude, I don't want to run for president. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. And uh, they made him do it anyways, and he won, and he was a, I think he was a pretty good president. Don't quote me on that, but I don't know if that's true, because I don't know anything about presidents or history. I'm very bad at history. What a cool name, Ulysses. It's 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 yeah. Is Ulysses Steinhauser Long. Hmm. Is that your son's name? Lewin. I'm so fucking. <laughs> I'm only half joking. Katie and I've talked about that. As no, well. I, I. The thing is that I believe you. Yeah, absolutely. I do believe you. I, it, it's all okay. This is it's this a, is something Lewin? that will resonate, I think, with people who love film. Is to show someone a film that they haven't seen that you've built your entire personality around. Especially Sometimes feels like a um. Yeah, Patterson too. Oh, that's gonna be tough. It's <laughs> like it, it feels like a, a revealing of of the cards yeah. up your sleeve. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like fuck. Like it feels like an indictment. There are parts <laughs> where I was like, shit. Like <laughs> I was like, no, no, don't uh, don't watch mm. this now because mm. you're you know <laughs> connecting the dots. Mm. Yeah, we were on the couch and I was just like, should should I? Should we get some help for him? <laughs> like, this guy's fucking boring. He, he just gets his shit from movies. He doesn't even have any real no, problems. He no, just pretends I'm, I'm to have problems. Too, I'm like, guilty that too. Don't worry. Don't you worry. Um, I'm going to take my skin off. Ah, I'm doing it. Yep. I have no skin. That's your voice with no skin. Anyways. 
we can was wrap there, this up. Is there anything else you want to talk about, Grayson? No, I mean, there's some some news, maybe. Some news. Some news. Um, everyone should watch the Civil War trailer mm-hmm. from Alex mm-hmm. Garland. I watched that this morning I've not on seen accident. Because I woke up at 8, and I was like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. Going back to bed. I but I got to watch it right now. Watch it right now. This, okay. is a, this is a live watch reaction yeah. from Grayson. All right. Also, Kung Fu Panda 4 trailer came out. With, did you watch that? No. But it's got his favorite person in the world. Fucking Aquafina, <laughs> dude. Oh, my God. Um, okay, let's do a quick little... Thanks guys for listening. Hope this was a fun time for y'all. Um, we. I don't know when we'll be back in here again, to be honest with you. Yeah. Because uh, I think this is the last week we're going to be here. Campus is going to be closed for a little bit, for a couple months. We'll, we're we're going to do... Like a couple weeks. Well, uh, yeah, a couple weeks. Like a month, maybe a month, maybe a month max. We're going to definitely do like an end of year special sure. wrapping everything up That'll we're gonna buy our roots our home place. quality yeah <laughs> yeah so if you don't mind a little quality dip stay it'll tuned for that it'll be a short yeah 30 40 50 minute it, it'll be it'll, it'll be real short um <laughs> and then yeah i mean that's pretty much it we'll, yeah. we'll be back around january. the new year yeah um sometime in january yeah, sometime in january and uh yeah so yeah, forward so to that. Stay tuned, but yeah, thank you guys for listening to. Yeah, and you know what? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Yeah, and spend time with your family, your friends, your loved ones. Try not to let that that stressful magic. Do not watch this movie Don't before let it Christmas. Get to you. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Well. And happy birthday. Happy who? Jesus. Know. Happy birthday, Jesus. Jesus. I'm so glad it's Christmas. I remember that song. Yeah. Our Christian roots are shining. Yeah, they are. Well. Well. All right. Uh, we'll let y'all go, but um, it was good talking to you. And uh, hey, I'll see you around. This is All basically right. a phone call with Bye. our friends. Actually, yeah. it's basically <laughs> us having a conversation. Exactly. With that's, what I say on a, that's what I say on the phone every time. <laughs> well, I'll let you go. Yeah, that's I what I say too. This is my, my family. Well, I got to go. Are you a white guy? Are um, you secretly a white guy? No, but I have to be mature. Yeah, because that's what I say. I always a that's a white guy thing. It's like it's like yellow, you know. Okay, I don't natural. say that. I don't say that. I don't say yellow, but you just, you just I have to resist the urge. No, you probably should just give in to the urge. I said it before, and, and and white guys also always end the call. Well, I'll let you go, or I won't keep you. Yeah, I'd say. Well, I gotta get going. I actually, yeah. I gotta leave. Well, I was glad I could get you on the horn for a little bit, but uh, you know, I, I won't keep you. Yeah, that's very sixties. Yeah. Or hey, sorry for playing phone tag. Sorry for playing. That's what we call it. Phone tag <laughs> is what white white men say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye, dummies. Sorry, I didn't mean that. <laughs>